Don't do it. No. fifth episode of the week it's never been done before the hardest working man in podcasting all right, is all right, here all right all right all right we get the point key welcome on into the show thank you micah hello what's good everything's pretty good right now how are you i feel great like a fucking genius who predicted the raptors to win the championship several months ago he's wearing like women's like track shorts right now he looks like a cheerleader these are my long shorts (laughs) guess what we got a special guest here today we've you've heard us talk about him for years and now his first ever podcast appearance you might know him as mr coach bobby you might know him as bobby sexy He's uh, Bobby he's a, sexy. He, what? That was the time he he met a girl and then uh, said, "Let me see your phone," and then left his number in there and saved it as Bobby sexy. That's tight. And then every time I sent snaps of him for like six months afterwards, people say, "Is that Bobby sexy?" And here he is, Mister Coach Bobby on the microphone. Say hello, Whitey. Hello. What's up, Whitey? How we doing? Uh, it's uh, just another day in paradise. That introduction's awful, by the way. I'd I don't, like everybody to uh, comment on the bottom about how bad that is. Um, on the bu- we need to do something about that. Just give us five stars. Comment whatever you want. <laughs> five stars. <laughs> awful introduction. Four hey, well, it's, it's a pleasure to have you here, Coach Bobby, you fucking grouch. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Backdoor Cover. I got to get that out. In first. case you haven't been paying attention, we've been grinding content all week like fucking psychos. This is our fifth podcast, and this is the uh, what what Game 4 Emergency Recap Rapid Reaction Podcast. Our third rapid reaction in like four days god we're psychos been, i love we've it. been reacting rapidly for a while now yeah well lots of reactions. hey you know what else you can listen to if you want more uh content you probably do oh mind of micah mind this of week one. we did read of the week with will defreeze you remember will defreeze of the circling back podcast and touching base sunday scaries we talked about smooth by santana oh it's a hot one Hey, another uh, MWBK news. Well, things are really things. Are, Ralph the dog is out of control this morning. In other MWBK news, uh, the third episode of the 365 Things Austin podcast is live. If you're interested in things going on this weekend, it's not too late. Listen to it. Subscribe. Uh, enjoy. Find the best things to do in Austin every weekend, and listen to Mind of Micah. All right, let's talk about Game Four, 105-92. Another ass kicking. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's ask the group here. First thoughts, headlines, coach Whitey, we'll go to you first. Uh, a well-known middle school basketball coach of uh, high acclaim coach Bobby. What were your thoughts on uh, last night's game? Well, it's going to be hard to live up with that introduction. Uh, my breakdown, uh, it was really, I was really surprised that, uh, Toronto came out and kind of studied the shift after the first half. It looked like golden state was going to run away with it. Um, it looked like Clay was going to go for about 40 points there. Um, and then Curry was going to do his thing, 30 points, 30, 30 plus. And then, and Toronto just sort of steadied the ship. And then somehow they flipped the switch and they basically pulled the Golden State 
card on Golden State. And you're talking about like a third quarter run. Third quarter, they outscored uh, Toronto 37 to 21 yeah. in the third quarter. Was, I think Kawhi had like 17 or something in the third quarter, something crazy like that. And it's exactly what happened though. It was like a third quarter. Usually that's when Golden State gasses it, but they're gassed and. Toronto happens to have a deep bench, and they did, they were not, so they kind of ran with it. Well, we should talk about Kawhi. Uh, the other, I would say the, the big headline on this game, I wrote the headline last night. Third quarter, big third quarter, powers Toronto to win in the last game in Oracle. Because I'm calling it right now, Toronto's winning this series in five, as I, uh, I believe I had that a week ago, but we won't get into that either. How about this for a headline? As, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Huge hands. Kawhi Leonard also has huge third quarter. That's much better than Mike is. No, saying. I mean I don't know how he. Kawhi was huge all game. He uh, he had seven. He had fourteen of his team's seventeen first quarter points. He was the only reason they were still in the game after after the first quarter. Uh, as Coach Whitey mentioned here, 37-21 third quarter really was the difference. Kawhi again is everywhere you look. He also knocks down two threes to open the third quarter and just eliminated a five point. Uh, lead that that uh golden state had those are the two heat check the two heat check shots. Yeah, he, like, he, he walked who into walks the out of the first who walks out of halftime heat checking yeah it was that was some steph curry jd meyer shit right there like he just stepped into the the second one you're like he's not gonna shoot that there's 20 seconds left on the shot clock and it, it just fucking buried it. It, it instead of he wasn't doing it for points it was like guerrilla mental warfare yeah, he, he like came and like stomped on he him. said he fuck, fuck nick stomp. nurse's offense yeah i'm i'm th- there was a couple possessions in the second quarter as well where you could just see he's like I'm. I don't care what play we're supposed to run here. Just get me the ball. Everybody else, just get the fuck out of the way. Right. It's go time. I mean, on That's top of that, sell. though, he shot 11 for 22 from from the field, five for nine from three, nine for nine from free throw. Like he shot exceptionally well. I don't know what five for nine is percentage wise, but it's pretty goddamn good from Maybe three point. Fifty over fifty, <laughs> sixty something like that. More than fifty. I know what nine for nine is. Nine for nine at the line is hundred percent. That's pretty good. I, I don't teach. I don't teach math, but I know that. Before uh, 100%. we get to more on Kawhi, uh, what is? Let's talk about what this means. Obviously, uh, this is a commanding three one lead. We there is no word on KD. Apparently. Uh, Steve Kerr is just tired of talking about it. And he's like, I'm not going to say anything about Kevin. Is that Kevin. what he said in the press conference? I didn't even know. He said it. He's, I don't know if it was the presser before the game, but he's exactly. like, I'm not going to say anything about Kevin and, until either he's going to play or he isn't. And I'm going to give no other updates. Because they had been giving updates like he's going to practice this week. We're going to see the how he feels. I would say that's his own Let fault. Let me say the conspiracy theorists are out on this now. What, how, what is the conspiracy? The, he's Please like, run it the Kevin me. could be playing and he's choosing not to because he's a free agent. And he's like, fuck this. I, I don't need this. That's dumb. That doesn't, yeah. So Brian Winhurst reported that. I mean, that. You're, you're watching, it sounds dumb, but Kevin Looney, like, can barely walk. Boogie has forced his uh, way Kawhi, back. Kawhi, also. Kawhi's playing on one hand, leg. And he's tearing it up. And, uh, I mean, not to mention Clay coming back from an injury and going for 28 last night, and yet KD is just mystery and Brian, silence. So Brian Winhurst reported, like, they followed the plan for KD. He had a full practice on Thursday. His body didn't react to, in a a positive way to that kind of stress. He just can't play. Like, that's all there is to it. You, it. The reason why it's so important for him specifically not to play is because if you have a deteriorated calf, your Achilles is at risk. And an Achilles, like, injury, like, Kobe got one and never fucking recovered. Kobe. Like, you cannot risk that when you're the best player in the league. So, like, 
That also happened That's to Boogie. Boogie and Boogie. Tore his, his Achilles. And, and he, you saw he his like ass. A shell. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking. He was terrible. Yeah, Speaking of Boogie, Boogie, never had any left. He, he was terrible last game, night. In game, was it game two that he tore? He had yeah, almost, game two. He was like three assists he, a shy from he a was facilitating like crazy, right? But the problem here is he like he was torched so badly on defense in this specific game that it was like almost um, he's unplayable and then he's yeah. he has like all these costly turnovers like the, the first two possessions of the game two two straight turnovers <laughs> i mean so yeah, bad. boogie he boogie, kept uh, the raptors in the game his honestly second, yeah. his second he's the raptors best player right. his second poor game in a row six points in 15 minutes with four turnovers that's just not going to get it done the four Warrior- turnovers from a fucking center like you're not <laughs> dribbling the ball in 14 minutes the warriors <laughs> bigs uh were just terrible Bogut played 11 minutes and didn't score. He actually had a positive plus minus for some reason. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> he played much better in the Two game. Two very, uh, very yeah. uh, potent fouls that he said. He yeah, so he's just terrible That's fouls. what he does better. Draymond, 41, 41 minutes, only scored 10 points and had five turnovers. He did have nine rebounds and 12 assists, but Clay that's not good enough. Clay is fucking superhuman. He played 42 minutes after not even being able to yeah. play two days before, and he went 11 for 18. I think he wanted to play in game three. I, I think so, too. I think they, and they held him back. 11 for 18, 28 points. Steph went for 27, but he was he did not play great last night. He didn't shoot it very well. So, finally, Curry has a bad game. Like He's played good for like four months in a yes. row. He has one off game. Like That's going to happen, and usually it's not... Well, and he it's went not, fucking crazy in game three. It's like, he usually, should be tired. Usually it's not a problem, but, like, literally everybody on their team is either banged up in some capacity or not playing at all. So it's, I don't know. Also, Mooney's a tough son of a bitch. He's got, what has he got, like, broken cartilage in his chest or some shit? And he's out there playing 20 minutes, banging with, jacket banging with Surge? Like, that's not so easy. So, uh, At least he didn't shouts, get his man. teeth knocked out like Van Fleet. Oh, my God. Did you did see he, it? Did, I saw the tooth on the ground, but yeah. they never showed no, his I, face or anything. Well, that was said after, his tooth? Yeah, several of his teeth got chipped. He said that when One he was laying on the on ground gone. after the game, somebody interviewed him and said, like, you were you were laying there there still. Like, you looked relaxed. And he was like, no, I was just sitting there because I was afraid if I moved, I was going to swallow my teeth. Oh, Jesus. And then they said, oh. like, hey, the camera guy found one of your two teeth, like, on the floor. They and did he was a like, close-up on it. Yeah, and he was like, oh, that's messed up. I wish I could have put that back in my mouth. So We need to do a side-by-side. That's side not how that works. And he got 17 stitches or some shit. Hey, let me tell you this. If you put the tooth back in, it's not going to stay. <laughs> let me tell <laughs> not you. Not a dentist. I know. I, my teeth doctor. got knocked I, out I playing basketball. And... They don't come That's back. That's how it works. No, no. We need to do a side-by-side with Wiener and Van Fleet. Yeah. <laughs> Van, Van Fleet get, catching an elbow in an NBA Finals game. Me catching a microphone in a karaoke accident. Not quite a cool story. Both but, very uh, intense situations. Yeah. but uh, it's, Well, that's true. At the top, Both players at the top of their games, too. Uh, Kawhi, uh, one more thing about Kawhi, 36 and 12 last night, 11 for 22 from the field, Incredible. 5 of 9 for 3, 9 for 9 from free throws. No turnovers. Oh, that's insane. It's crazy. That usage rate without a turnover. And is don't forget, too. he's always under control. The best defender in the world. Yeah. He's he's incredible how he gets his hands in passing lanes when he's not even in position because yes. he's not moving his feet all that well. He he's clearly hobbled, yet he's so smart in his hands and his hands are so active and his arms are so freaking long. So he's got long. a orangutan arm. This Dude, was, was, he had one last night where he, it looked like he was like looking the other direction and sprinting towards the baseline and it was like a pass and he just like reached back with his right hand. It was crazy. Freak hand. He would be a nightmare to play against. Oh my god. Can you imagine him like playing in zone zone defense and he just like that entire half of the court because they did Go bo- they do go box and one every once in a while. So yeah. that like that section of the court is he's like Darrell Rebus on a basketball court, like <laughs> yes. when he was the co- considered yes. the island or whatever. It's Kauai. So Kauai Island, Kauai Island. That the sounds Kauai Island. Pretty, that, yeah, oh, why did he just, <laughs> hey, just got one? Yeah. So that was why I was so surprised with, on the game that they lost 
where they kind of Golden State floated the ball like across the center of the court, and Kawhi had like a beat on it. This was when um, oh the uh, when Clay Livingston, Clay Livingston, uh, Sean Livingston played. Yes, and then he gives it to Iggy, and he hits a three, yeah. and they win. I was sure I could not believe I couldn't he believe he didn't get, he didn't get it either because if he gets like if he makes a move on the ball right. with his hands, he's the raccoon hands. He's not going to lose the ball. Like he gets his hands on it, and no one else is taking it. See that, and that that was like why I was so surprised. And people were like, why weren't they found? And I was like. Why didn't he steal that ball? Yeah. They wouldn't. They didn't need. I it think. It, I, I think if he's hundred percent, yeah. he's taking that ball and he's going down the oh, yeah. floor and dunking it, ripping and, the rim off. And maybe. Then yeah, and then then they're not winning in five; they're winning mm. in four. It's over. I'm glad that didn't happen. I want to watch it, more basketball. It is crazy. Yeah. That I agree. They, totally agree with that. They uh, they could have won game two. I mean, the Warriors only scored. I don't. I think scored like two points in the last six minutes of game two. That and was they, a impressive defensive. So this is the same game we were just talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we we're looking at a possible sweep, but the crazy thing is. They had to go to overtime to win game three against Milwaukee. They could have been swept out of the playoffs. They had to win. They were down 2-1 against Philly and almost lost game it four. Took, it took them to game seven. And, and had to go win game four at Philly. Bounce on the rim eight times. Yeah, so plus game seven. Let's talk about Canada for a second. Canada is fucking going off it right now. It is lit. So did, did you listen to any of the Zach Lowe podcast this morning? I did, yeah. It, so they said there was like three to 600 Canadian fans that would not leave the gym like after the game. And like you could hear in the background, it sounded like it was riot. You it could sounded hear, like a riot. Yeah, down the stretch, you could hear whenever Kawhi got fouled in the fourth quarter, you could hear MVP chants. And also there were a couple let's go Raptors. And then, then the Warrior fans kind of droned them out. Canada is lit right now. Did you see the video of Drake that we posted on Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram? Yeah, area. I, I, this is not a good enough performance by Drake. I, I, need, I totally agree with that. Statement. Like, what the fuck Where, is Drake doing? He's he, uh, don't tell me he doesn't have the money to sit courtside. Does he have some these, clause in his ambassador role that he cannot go to road <laughs> games or something? It makes no sense question. to me either. I don't know. International he, amnesty. Yeah, I mean, uh, E-40, he travels with the team. He of course goes to, he does. I mean, anyone that's a super James fan Goldstein, travels with the fan. James Goldstein goes to every NBA game. He flies on Southwest. I, I, I totally you think, agree. You can't tell me Drake can't gas up the PJ and go to go to Oakland for the night? It's it's preposterous. Is there there hasn't been any like TMZ news on this or anything? There, no, like, I, I, I haven't heard anything either. This is I I'm, I totally agree. I think that the road games would be significantly more enjoyable if he was there, and he'd probably be mixing it up with Golden State fans, the Golden State venture capitalists. I agree. So the, did you guys just, just be a million white dudes and, and a black Canadian guy, <laughs> a black Jewish Canadian sitting courtside? Aubrey, Aubrey, yeah. So did you see the the shot pans that the the broadcast did where they're like, here's Jurassic Park, here's Nova Scotia, here's this other fucking place yeah, in the six, North Pole. Six Jurassic Parks. Is yeah, and but it's like all over night. the whole goddamn country. Yeah. It's a fucking rager. So that's impressive. How did they name they name the Jurassic Parks? Is it Jurassic Park one, two, three, four, five, six? How is it like the Lee, like the the LPGA golfers? They name. Oh, uh, they just put Lee a one, just add a number to the back of their name. I do not know. Oh, Pancane, he's not listening. It was. Uh, it was. It, it must be truly lit in Canada. I heard a, a Canadian reporter say the Stanley Cup finals are going on right now, which is the only thing that Canada cares about, and no one's paying any attention. It's, but Canada's not involved yeah, in it. for the first well, yeah, time. But still. I guess probably every player in it's Canadian, though. Yeah. Cool. yeah it's Except just, for that giant Nova Scotia guy or whatever they, Peter keeps talking about. Well, Canada's about to get, get a chip, I think. A chip? Uh, the, or a ship? I don't, either one. Uh, He's thinking about his tooth again. Yeah. Him and the... Uh, Okay. And fleek. All right. We're making jokes. We're having oh, fun. This here. is good radio. Oh, so, Sergi Baca, the hero of the game? 
Uh, besides the awesome. obvious here, yeah, let's, let's talk about the others for Toronto. Ibaka had 20 points on 9 of 12 shooting, which is pretty fucking unbeatable. And it, it, it was like flashback Ibaka where he's catching the ball, free throw line extended. Yeah, like shooting and, those money and shooting those free throw like, line these, these are shots that no player in the NBA shoots has shot in like six years. And uh, that was like the last time Serge Ibaka was, was a legit big-time starter. Uh, impressive last night, 9 for 12, finishing on the break. Uh, Siakam went for 19 last night. Lowry had he played 41 minutes too. Yeah, he's next to next. He's to playing great he defense too. What the hell's up with Danny Green? How's he going to go off one game and then the next game just be that's so what, ice cold? That's kind of what Danny Green does. Yeah, he he's like he's capable of making seven threes in a game, and then he's kind of capable of no showing and dancing and on the sidelines. And not Van Fleet has taken a lot of minutes from him. Van Fleet's been yeah. good. He, I think part of that is the defense that he plays on Steph. I mean, Danny Green's a great defender, great defender but too. I think... No, I think Nick Nurse just goes like, if Danny Green's got it, we're going to play him. Yeah. And if he comes out and, and misses his first four Nurse. shots, we're just not going to play yeah. him. He, play, he got 30 minutes. He went one for seven from three, one for eight from, from the field. Yikes. He's still playing defense, though. Lowry went 10, had 10 and eight assists last night. Despite uh, all that, he's a plus 13. He's the best on the team in terms of plus minus rating. Yeah, which it's kind of crazy. This is a stupid stat is what it is, is boiling down to. At this I, point. Yeah. The one thing I'd say is that when Kawhi was out to start the fourth quarter, Lowry and Kawhi were on the bench. The offense totally broke down, and it's really just another testament to like how amazing Kawhi is, that he's facilitating that entire offense. But it, that being said, even when he was on the bench, uh, the the Raptors k- stayed even. They didn't they didn't the fall most, apart. So which the, is most the most incredible part thing. of all of that is his biggest contributing factor isn't even really basketball. It's that these dudes aren't scared to play now. Like they actually come out and show up in big games. He's and empowered them. To that's do right. Like he's like a, their therapist on top of everything else. Like all these dudes have been <laughs> yeah, shying away. Yeah, and he they, doesn't speak. He's, he's, a, he's a mute. The the Maybe it's just because he's so even keeled. Like. People are like, well, I'm very calm around you. You, you never show up any sort of emotion. Yeah. Or well, I wonder what Shrink could do with Kawhi, him, Kawhi himself. You you find usually a competitor, a hyper-competitive dude is much more like Draymond, where they're fiery, they're likely to get teed up. They're and probably serial killers. Up. They're a yeah. bunch of fucking cold-blooded killers. Yeah, and then this guy's a mute, and he <laughs> and he doesn't even play off of emotion, too. Like The, the most emotion you'll ever see him is if he doesn't get fouled, he'll, he maybe throw his giant hands in the air. Right and mumble something under his breath inaudibly. But other than that, you don't get any emotion from him at all. And he's incredible. He's, Isn't he? I, I've, I've been playing sports my whole life, and I cannot play the game without emotion. It's impossible yeah. for me. Like, I can't, you can't want to win, in my mind, and not, you know, get fired up when something doesn't go right or get, or, you know, start meeting out when stuff goes right. It Even does, now, like, I'm trying not to throw my putter in the trees when I miss yeah, a two-footer. Exactly. Like, he's a legit robot. He is the absolute prototype. And we were talking a little bit about it last night, and it sounds pretty weird when you say it, but he's got the best body in basketball. But he really does. Like he's, he's what? What is he? Six nine? I mean, no, he's not. That. He's, he's six seven. Six, yeah. six six seven. His wingspan. is... He's got a wingspan of a seven seven, seven two seven three guy. And most it's like three feet of hands. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, three each finger. It's each all finger hands. adds about three inches. It's true. It, it, he's got the the big hands. He's he's so lean. He's so jacked, and he just plays like a robot. He's on. Unbel- he might be from another planet. Yeah, that's if uh, you know those um, alien commercials. Men yeah, in black all the men in black They shouldn't have Anthony there. Davis on, and they should have. Is it Russ in it? Yeah, is Russ is in, Yeah, Russ is in one of them. I can't remember what the the angle they're going with. That the way he dresses, he looks like. I don't know. They're yeah. fucking lame. I know that. Every time I see him, I <laughs> check out my Instagram. I can't believe you're not psyched about that. 
The old it's, men in black. It's, it stars a basketball player. Micah should be all in. It doesn't Uncle star. He's just, in, he's just in the commercials, bro. Uncle Drew. Oh, he's not actually in the movie. I, I don't believe Anthony Davis is starring in, in a summer blockbuster. I don't know if he's Men in Black. He's capable of acting. Like he's probably hanging with LeBron instead of uh, Space Jam. And he's just true. walking over and doing some Men in Black work. Well, they don't got a suit. You, big you heard it here first. That's, uh, so what does this mean? <laughs> the Warriors. Does this mean? The Warriors. So we talk about how Kawhi has changed the whole mindset of the Raptors. This is a team that has a history of of breaking down in big games, of failing at the end of the season. Of no showing. Of no showing. Like, being pathetic at the end of in the end of the season at the end of big games <laughs> fucking Lowry the he's Warriors, still doing it three for 12 last night the Warriors just look exhausted they're not playing like dogs but they seem just totally worn out I saw Doris Doris Burke after the game said they're just they're dead uh 19 turnovers seven missed free throws last night why is Iguodala the worst free throw shooter in America all of a sudden I don't know what I don't think he's been man. good he hasn't been good for for some time he's never been a great free I mean he's in his head worse than LeBron at this point I, I the numbers <laughs> I think they showed the stat he was like 12 for 30 or something in the 16 playoffs? for 32 yeah 16 it's, for 32 that's pathetic yes it's it's bad he he's not in there to to shoot 90 percent from the line he's in there to play incredible defense swing the ball hit a timely three but he's, he's not a, I mean I'm sure he's not the reason he's not a losing. bad shooter no the I, I know but you can't miss seven free throws what what do you and think? And make 19 turnovers. Like, this This is this is a team that's playing sloppy. You miss free throws when you're tired, and you I, turn the I ball agree. over when you are when you play sloppy because you're tired. And these dudes, the other thing that, that you have to realize, like, this is a totally different Warriors team than the team they played the entire season. They're, they're playing lineups they haven't run out all year. Boogie only played, like, 10 games or 20 or however many he played. So even if Boogie's playing big minutes, he's new. KD's not out there. Steph's limping. Like, this is... But here's does something. Does he start, who does he start for Game Five? Does he start I Boogie? I mean, like he was so bad. I don't I mean, even Steve think Steve Kerr's out there running out. out different lineups, and they played all season. They asked him why he started Cousins in the second half, and he said that it was to protect his psyche. Like he didn't want to like yeah. f- screw him up mentally. But it's so okay, Golden State all time great shooting team. Last night they went twenty nine percent from three, sixty six percent from free throw line. Like. That kind of really says more than the you Warriors can imagine. Warriors can't shoot 66% from the free throw line. Like that's, that's and Clay went 6 for 10 from 3. So, like, it looked like he was the only reason why he, they... I, yeah, he, he was kind of... Put, he kind of put the team on his back in the first half, and that's why that when it looked like they were going to kind of run away with it. And then his legs kind of gave out on in the second half, and he, he had a couple air balls, too. and, like, that's just how that works. You're injured and you're fatigued. Like, you don't have the lift that you expect to have at that point in, in the competition, so... I don't know. That's really telling, though. For them to shoot under 30% from three is very bad. Very, very bad. So there you have it. Uh, game five predictions. Uh, what do y'all think? Well, before we get to game five predictions, we should mention the best place to bet game five in all games, and this is probably the last game, is mybookie.ag. Use promo code BDC when yeah. you when you make your deposits. You'll get a bonus. Uh, I saw last night it, that Toronto was a four-and-a-half-point favorite or three-and-a-half-point favorite, four-and-a-half at a different book uh, in Game 5 Monday night. What if they? What if uh, Kerr gets out there and says Durant's going to play? What do you think? That's gonna I think that's going to change the line a little bit. Just a tad. But, uh, what do you think the line would we've, be? We've talked about it a hundred times. You're not running out there. He's not just running out there in a preseason game coming off an injury. He's running out there against Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. And he, no matter how healthy he is, like that's that's not what you want in the finals. That's that's not great. I I think Kawhi being hobbled. I don't know. They haven't really put Kawhi on Clay or on Curry all that much. I don't know if he would be checking Durant. 
But just the fact that he's out there is going to change things a little bit. And also, you know, Kawhi's hobbled. Durant's going to probably not be 100% as well if he does play. And it doesn't even sound like it, it's a good chance that he's not going to play. Um, and I think, like, you know, uh, you hear what um, Chris Boussard said about this is Durant's worst nightmare when they swept Portland and he's like, they're going to win the thing without Portland. Durant got all butthurt about it because that's what Durant does. But this this is a, a turn a of events. That now, everyone, now the narrative is completely switched that they can't win without him. Um, and I don't think it's that black and white, but their chances definitely improve with him out there because I think what they're missing more from Durant than even his scoring and spacing is yeah. his defense. Yeah. Is he, they don't have a rim protector. Yeah. They don't have, they can't play that lineup. They, that's, they have to play Bogut and Cousins because Draymond is the only one that can defend a big guy. And Toronto has a front line that is nasty. Like Ibaka's playing great. Siakam is long as hell and he's tearing it up. He hits the glass real hard. And Gasol. So, yeah, and Gasol. So like and without him, in Leonard. There. Leonard's like bowling people over. Yeah, like, twelve rebounds. Yeah, he's I, he oh, pretty he much go broke bully. Looney's yeah. chest Board when man. he went into it yeah. in the game. Boardman get paid. And he when he did you see what Jeff Van Gundy said? He said, "You notice any time there's a collision between Ka- Kawhi and another guy, the other guy always ends up on the floor, <laughs> and Kawhi's standing." Is like that's a really good point. It's he's a fucking robot. He doesn't look like Super Jack, but he is so strong, strong. incredibly. He's always balanced. He always squares his shoulders yeah. well to the hoop when he shoots. Like he he doesn't look like he can never get knocked off of his spot. He just looks like he he's totally in control the entire time, regardless of the situation. And I think that's kind of what's empowered the Raptors a little bit is these guys that were so gun shy, you know, the going getting swept by LeBron three straight years is like now now we've got oh we got this bad motherfucker on our team. Right. You know, we we can do this. I now I believe in myself and there's some the weight off your shoulder. Off. Yeah. A lot of weight actually. Yeah. yeah. I think that's got a lot to do with it. I completely concur. I it's it just it all falls on if Durant comes back or not. And I mean, even if he does at this point, one in three in a row is going to be impossible. You hard. know what? It's agreed. You get back to it though. They find a way to win game five. Shit gets they real get tight. Game six at home. Yeah, and, then and anything game, can happen in a game seven. Oh, yeah, and if you sense. get to game seven, maybe KD is actually right by then. You know, like let's assume he comes back in game five and is at sixty percent. By he, the time he won't be. I mean, it's I, hard I don't to believe he is. It, that's if you're looking at this through Warriors colored glasses. He's just not going to be in ga- playing shape. Like, there's just no this, way I, for I his agree. lungs to be good. I agree. You can't uh, like to answer to answer my question earlier. Iguodala is a 71 percent career free throw shooter, but he has been terrible for like the last six years, and he's only a 56, 58 percent free throw shooter in the playoffs in his playoff career, including 40 percent this season. So he's a little overrated at that. I mean, I, that's as just shocking playoff, to me. It's just not something player. I had ever known that he was terrible at. And he's also like pe- people when they're like analyzing his career is looked at as like a Hall of Fame caliber playoff player, like because of his stint he's done with Golden State. And it's funny to look at it, a guy who shoots 58%. Like you just would have never thought that about him until this series because, or I guess until this postseason, because you've never really looked that closely at his free throws like there's so much other things to see on that team well and there's something about this warriors run they haven't played a ton of close games you know like there aren't a lot of dramatic buzzer beater finishes like even through the all the championships the these series haven't i mean they they lost the 3-1 series lead that was probably the most dramatic thing that's happened to them but um like it, there hasn't been a bunch of tight games where you need clutch performances by iggy like they've just sort of won a lot of the games. I don't well, know. he's just been in the right place at the right time for a lot of those where like the majority of like the the really dramatically important plays are done by Clay and uh, Steph and then 
Draymond's playing, I'm sorry, then Iguodala's playing like lockdown defense and, and hits some in like really important threes, and that's how he wins the MVP that There's year. Some Robert Ory to him. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, what the, that's but, but exactly who I The thing about Robert Ory is like he's hitting game winning shots at the end of the game. Like, what is the most famous Iguodala shot? The Maybe the two. one he hit in game two. Game two, yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. I agree. I don't. He hasn't hit. He, he just offensively, he doesn't look. He just looks like a completely different player than he did when he was with the Sixers, and he was their number one option. Yeah, and I well, think he's part old of it is and he's been. Well, he's playing. And he's and playing with up. like the greatest shooters in the world, and I understand that. But, but what what would really bother me as a Golden State fan is when him and Draymond does the same thing as they get the ball and they don't even look at the basket. And it makes the defense, it makes guarding them so much easier. It's like, okay, well, I'm just going to help on whoever, yeah. whoever's trying to check Clay running around three screens, you know, and he's going to curl on. I'm just going to step in this passing lane right here because I know he's not going to do anything with it. If he, even if he just looks at the basket, the defense has to respect him just getting in his way to at least the go threat. to the basket. Well, yeah, yeah. No, no one respected him last night because no. he scored three points in 38 minutes. In 38 minutes. freaking minutes. I don't that know is, how that's possible that's so, you know, for it's a like, former All-Star. I just don't get it. I, you kind of like... How do you not get a, a, a dunk, a layup, something in transition? Uh, you go on, That's a question I'd, li- I'd love to have. <clears> 38 minutes. For, like, at some point, like, are you like, well, let's just switch offense or defense. I mean, because they really weren't stopping... You know, Toronto was just sort of scoring at will in the second half. Like yeah. it just seemed like every time that Golden State might go on a run, they they'd hit a big bucket, and there's no you know you don't have any offense on the other end to you know combat that. It's like why don't you throw somebody else in there that can shoot more minutes for Quinn Quinn Cook, something to that effect. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who would hit a big shot. Their bench really isn't all that great. It's no, an, and it they're hasn't thinner, been great and they're thinner than they they've been all season at this point. I they, mean, all of that being said, there was questions about whether Iguodala would even play because he's injured, right? He's always hurt. Yeah, no, he's got something. I mean, he's an old up. man too. Thirty-eight minutes though. Living, he's hurt. Livingston was terrible last night. He was a team worse minus fourteen. And anytime Kawhi got on him, or Livingston came out to guard Kawhi, it was just barbecue chicken. He was he was <laughs> killing him. Uh, it, it, here's the other thing: when people are like, "Oh, well, if they win, if they get KD back and they win Game Five and they get six, and now it's over, they're going to win Game I think seven. You just said that. Well, I, that's th- those are the people that said that's going to happen. I don't oh, think those it's going to happen. The morons, the, those the morons. Well, I'm just if that the if mind you're of trying a to be the positive. others, <laughs> mind of moron. <laughs> uh, the going, uh, the Warriors have trade trailed by ten points or more in seven straight games. This is the first time under Steve Kerr that's happened. This team isn't great right now. Like they've got the firepower to come back, but they this is they're struggling. The games they're winning, they're they're making plays to do it. I, I wonder and if anybody last, at last the beginning... Night, go ahead, Wayne. Yeah, sorry. Last night was the first game in the, in 26 games where they were held under 100 points. Right, at home. So they're, they're, they're wearing out. I wonder after after they swept Portland, what what kind of odds you could have gotten if it if you took Toronto to win in five games? It had to be oh, I don't very know. strong. It's unreal. I was saying the other way. I was, tell, I, was talk, I was talking at school with some guys, and I was like, I was like, oh, maybe Toronto gets a game, maybe get maybe right. two games. Like, I want to see a series. I have a root for Toronto. Yeah, I'm like five, six, six at the most. So this is like to say that we saw this coming. You know, Mike is going to claim that he did, but to he, say he, this is just he did on record, unfortunately. Because I did. Was it, wait, after what game? I'm, I'm curious. It was in the like, last series. It was. It was it, when they were playing Philly, right? It was before they played Philly, I believe. No, he, it was not when they were oh, playing yeah, Orlando. It was against Orlando, baby. no, it wasn't. After they lost Game One to Orlando at home, that's when you picked them. I bet. Well, I, we're we're giving him credit yeah, for I, picking the win, but he winning in seven is a whole lot different than winning in five. What they're about to do, what right. we think that they're about to do. Do you guys want to play some uh, hotline call roulette? What does that mean? I haven't listened to any of these hotline calls, but we've got a couple. So we're just going to play some so hotties and, see? and they might they might be uh, calls for Mind of Micah. 
Nine of them It's the same hotline. 800-392-6344. Let's spin the chamber of fire, baby. It's roulette. 392-6344. This uh, reminds me of when when Bobby used to play chat roulette all the time. Chat roulette. Is that a sex thing? Yeah, sort of. Here we go. Bobby Sexy. Don't listen to him, ladies. On the last podcast, there was a fucking hotline call from somebody who said that they left a review and you guys read it on there. And that motherfucker took credit for my work. Fuck you, Greg from Portland. Why? (laughs) Why the fuck do you think that a guy from Portland would leave a review under the username Texas ENT? That's fucking bullshit. That's my five minutes of fame. I want that... Pointless recognition. Go fuck yourself. Fix your mistake. <laughs> Not from Canada. <laughs> I thought he was a Canadian at we first. We had a, a, the first <laughs> stolen Valor situation in backdoor covering history. <laughs> you got catfish, boy. That guy was way too hey, should we read to a re- Canada right now. Should I read a... Here's, here's a review from Greg in Portland. Let's hear it, Greg in Portland. Interesting day today. I was walking my dog listening to BDC, and at the end of the podcast, much to my chagrin... I hear my voice rambling about Matt Kuchar. Evidently, in a drunken rage against Matt, I texted my golfing buddies a few dozen times and called your hotline. Sorry for the trash call. A word to the wise, don't eat a full minesweeper pot brownie after consuming (laughs) copious amounts of Grey Goose vodka. Signed, Greg in Portland. That's a bit of a flex to say that uh, you drink Grey Goose, but shouts to you, Greg in Portland. I, I enjoyed that. Wow. That, I guess Greg and Portland review. hallucinated and thought that he did that other review as well because he, he claimed that bitch. Yeah, as always. Hey, uh, shouts to Greg, dude. Keep eating mind erasing. What did he call it? A, a gravity a mind, bong? A mind eraser pop brownie. Big, uh, no. Hey, leave us a review. Five stars and we'll read it. Uh, here's a, another call from our uh, hotline roulette. Yo, if you guys don't pick Miguel Castro pitcher on the Orioles as next week's chain of the week, y'all oh. are officially... Trash. I'm just gonna let you know. Cow, cow, Goodbye. Cow, cow, cow. We got a cow. We got a cow, a cow nomination. Well, we'll we will pass this along to the Titan High crew. Did El- he say it was a pitcher? Elgar's and Peter, the Irish guy. Yeah, uh, we will be back with more tight and high next week, and we'll see if that makes it. Hopefully, I'm not still hung over from the last time we did tight and high. By then. <laughs> All right, we got one. Yeah, Oof, those Happens boys can those, those boys can put down some beers. All right, uh, here we go. Last hotline call roulette. Sup, Micah. Sup, Brad. Canada. Doug from Toronto. Yes. Got a couple of things. First, Micah, what the fuck? (laughs) That man takes more fucking charges and more physicality than any player on the court this year. Delete. I don't care what the (laughs) fuck you think. I don't care who the heck pushed him. That's unacceptable for a fan to be pushing a player when they dive in there. Especially when you're a D.C. douchebag, part owner of the Golden State Warriors, and you're fucking reaching over two seats to shove him and swear at him? Like, what the fuck? Like, why? How is that acceptable? You go fuck off with the whole pussy calling shit. You're the big pussy. Let's go. Secondly. Canada. Where's your cousin? Huge, huge pussy. (laughs) Biggest man. Biggest fucking pussy out there. Man, all he does, uh, I get frustrated. I can't score. Uh, I'm going to take a little flop here, a little flop there, and he gets frustrated. He's just a tiny little teenager. Well, not tiny, I should say. He's a fucking big-ass teenager. Okay, he's a teenager who winds and mopes around because it's not should going to be this. Canada not is a fucking true lit. caliber champion. Okay? Finally, Ten more all seconds, the front of the town, 
really? It's a city. Isn't it a Fifth province? largest population <laughs> in North America for a city. That's not counting the greater Toronto area. That's pushing up to 6 million people right now. Brad, get your ass up here. I mean, Michael, you can come too. We'll party it up. The streets okay, now, 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 now this, call, this call's turning around. It's a great time. Cheers. That doesn't. Cheers. Thank you for the that call. You see, the that. Canadians, they can't help but be nice, even, even when they're rude the Very kind. Time. About 95% of that was not nice. Yeah, that call was total nonsense. You know like, he's... We never called Toronto a, a town. I know it's one of the largest cities in the world and in North America. Get I think the you actually did call it a town. We could go back to the record. It's it's definitely been taped. Look, I, it might I have even been this okay, week. Green nobody, jacket, gold jacket. This guy's calling Boogie Cousins a pussy? That's a ridiculous statement. Look, Canada. Now, obviously, he called before game four. Just go celebrate. Don't be so fucking bitter. That was my biggest problem with Kyle Lowry and the way that he acted. Is like I understand it's inappropriate for a fan to fucking touch a, touch a guy. Like that's that's true. We get that. Everybody touched, knows. But that. he touched him. There wasn't this push. This wasn't this shove. It wasn't a confrontation. He didn't take a swing at him. It like, was he I, like literally put guy, his hand on his that shoulders. Dude is and out like, of line. We all agree. Okay, you can't do that. It, it was it was. But when Kyle Lowry makes a big deal about it, it becomes. If you went to ESPN.com yesterday, for example. It said game four tonight, and then right below that, Warriors fan banned from arena for rest of playoffs. Like, it became the biggest story in the finals. And apparently, what I've heard uh, on the Zach I was just about to ask you, yeah. is the American broadcast, they showed like two replays of another play after this happened, and they didn't show Lowry diving into the crowd, but the Canadian broadcast just kept showing Lowry and this fan pushing him. Like over and over again, they showed just like getting three fired times, up, just riling up all ah. of Canada. So nobody in America cares. I just thought it was, look, we know that it was an inappropriate thing. No one's arguing that, but you can't just act like such a pouty little bitch and make a big story. Like, did you see you're what about they did to win to the him, championship? Though? Did you see what his 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 uh, punishment, punishment is? No, I did not. Five hundred thousand dollar fine. What? And he's he is banned for the rest of the playoffs. I'm pretty uh, yeah, sure. It's the rest if of not this, longer. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about anything grand. next year. Yeah, that, that's not... I mean, maybe that's a slap on the rich. He, what do you think he owns? Like 2% of him. the Warriors? Yeah. <laughs> I think 500 grand is not a little amount. Yeah. I, I Like, this is... This is most people would are are complaining that this isn't enough that he's like this lifetime ban or like a yearly ban or whatnot like five hundred grand. We spent too much time to talking touch, about this already. I, I totally agree. Like I'm, that's the worst part about it is that and this it is, is Kyle's fault that we're talking about yes. this. No, like, it's this should not. be the best moment of his career, and we're spending anytime anyone says anything about Kyle Lowry this series, like dude, oh he gets if he doesn't if he doesn't say anything if he doesn't make a big deal out of it this dude probably gets a maybe like a what a thirty grand maybe he gets a small fine he gets banned. And and it's and we don't have to sit here and talk about it. And you well, don't have he's to only listen to it. Banned on. for one, well, zero yeah, more one, games because he might have missed last night because they ain't coming back. I will say this: Canada, stay lit. Keep on, keep those calls coming. Keep on ripping the bongs or whatever you're doing in Portland. Let's let's go. Uh, Portland eating, is not in Canada either. Brad. I know that asshole. He's the first call, <laughs> and he ate a pot brownie and called us and, and hallucinated or something. Apparently, uh, that call was way better than the Canadian call. We, even they were even both the last wonderful. five percent. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Well, that, that's our hotline, 800-392-6344. I, I felt really uncomfortable playing hotline roulette, but we did it. Nobody's ever done that Micah before. Micah puckered up, but he did it. He did all right. Uh, when we've got a Chain of the Week nominee, this is exciting. I'm going to pass this along to El Gar, so I bet he'll be, uh, he'll be hyped. Good times. Yeah, that was lit. I enjoyed it. Hey, uh, Thank you for having me. Hey, Coach Bobby, where, where should the people follow you, or should you not expose your actual identity to anyone? Uh, <laughs> as long as there's no one that's uh, of the middle school age, you can find me at Coach Spews on IG. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, White Dwight How do you H. spell Coach Spews? Uh, coach? I, when was I think last everybody time knows that. 
Uh, I haven't tweeted in quite a while. Uh, hey, so I'll tell us a whitey, uh, a whitey, uh, a whitey story. Yeah, about don't, Twitter. Don't believe anything he says, guys. So uh, whitey was talking to a to a lady, or no? What what was it? There was something involving Mia Khalifa. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Mia Khalifa on Twitter, and Alex George, her friend, who's our friend, our mutual friend. They were we were chatting about something, and I I ended up posting a photo of Coach Bobby shirtless or something along those lines. And Mia Khalifa was like, whoa, who is this guy? And then uh, I was like, oh, that's at, at White Dwight H or whatever your name is. And then Bobby's like, oh, hey, baby, what's up? It's Coach I, Bobby. What's up, baby girl? I think it was Mia, Mia or Alex were talking about how they how much they were into Cliff Kingsbury. And I was like, oh, Cliff yeah. Kingsbury doesn't have anything on me. I'm Coach Whitey. So, or you said it. I would yes, never and do something uh, like that. Very had, nice. Coach Whitey had uh, dressed like Cliff Kingsbury for Christmas or Halloween. Or I got a feeling it was Halloween. Some stupid holiday. It whatever. wasn't Cliff Kingsbury. It's the Rams coach. Uh, oh, Sean gay, McVay. Yeah, it was gay yeah. Sean McVay. Led about 10 That's pounds of hair product. Very not PC, was, and I like it. Shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy Hughes gave me the idea. Anyway, the, appreciate it, brother. But Mia Khalifa was like, wait, who is this guy? He's hot. And I was like, yeah, it's, it's Mr. Coach Bobby or whatever. And she was like, he hasn't tweeted since 2013. <laughs> what kind of crew? Is this a robot or who is this guy? I like to come out of retirement style, babe. <laughs> yeah. If some mommies come at Coach Bobby. Uh, Bobby, where can people find you on Bumble slash Tinder? Uh, well, if, if there's some mommies listening and they want to find you, where, where can they do uh, this? Hinge. Hinge is the new. Is that where it's at? at? That's where, yeah, that's where mm-hmm. every, we've been out. Brad and I have been out the game a long time now. I wasn't even here for Tinder. Oh, you missed out. How is Hinge? Uh, Hinge is much better. What, is, this, what does your profile say? If you're in the Austin area looking for Coach Bobby, uh, well, it's a picture your, of your me, first picture? and it says Bobby on it, so that that's the first thing. Okay. Uh, well, what does the picture look like? The picture is me holding a trout. I'm wearing a I'm wearing a fishing vest. I might not be wearing anything. When did this become a relationship vest. podcast? <laughs> Are we talking romance now? <laughs> backdoor. It's the backdoor boys. Backdoorrandomhookup.com. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, there you go. Hit it. Hit it. Hey, uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, that sounds like a, that's, that might be a Do spin-off. not Google that. <laughs> <laughs> no back page. It's uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Green Will if he's listening. So. Oh, oh, there you go. Get it in. Uh, all right. Well, follow us at Backdoor Cover Podcast on Instagram. I guess we'll come back Monday. I know Something we'll like do that. another rapid re- re- reaction on Tuesday. Maybe we'll just do Tuesday. Check out Mind of Morgan. Mind of a Moron. Shouts to Coach Bobby. Thank you for coming on, brother. Thank you for having me, guys. Yeah, buddy. This has been a production of MWBK Creative Plus Sales. Thanks to you, Ralph the Dog. Thanks to you, Coach Whitey. Ralph, you're a bad dog. Mm, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.